Are your sit-ups leaving you with a sore back, chafed tailbone, and no more core strength than a jellyfish? Well, listen on. I have got you covered in this episode of the Nerd Gym Podcast. I am Coach Melanie Black, and today we are going to be souping up your sit-up. So listen on. Sit-ups, they are a classic core exercise. Very functional because, hey, we all need to sit up out of the ground, out of the ground, up from the ground. Yeah, hopefully you're not rising from the dead. But, hey, you know, prepare for your future. You might be a zombie someday. You'll want to be able to sit up from out of the ground um, or sitting up from a chair. Sit-ups are for your, your front of your abs, the front of your abs, and that's where a lot of people want to get that ab definition, that six-pack. Sit-ups are great for that. Now, they're not going to get rid of the fat on your belly. Just to be clear, a lot of times when people ask me for the best ab exercise, what they're really asking for is which ab exercise is going to get rid of the belly fat. Uh, Sorry, guys, there is none. But Sit-ups are still worth doing nonetheless, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do a sit-up, and the wrong way can leave us with a lot of back pain and or chafed tailbone, or we don't improve at all. So today we're going to go through step-by-step on how to power up, soup up your sit-up. Start by standing up. Go ahead. Stand up with me, Uh, unless you're listening to this driving or something, obviously, then you'll want to do this exercise later. But if we can, stand up. And what you're going to do here is you're going to put one hand uh, on your diaphragm. So like right on your rib cage, center of the body, uh, just below the chest. And you're going to put your other hand on your belly just below the navel. And what I want you to do here is uh, you are going to crunch your abs and press your lower back out so that your hands start coming together. Are you doing it? Good. All right, so we're going to crunch those abs until the hands come together because when we're standing tall, there should be a gap between your hands if one hand is on the torso just below the chest and the other hand is on the low belly. And then Once we have done that, we are experiencing the movement that we are trying to get out of the sit-up. Now, this is really important, this curling, this pressing the low back out and rounding out of the low back. This is very different than a lot of other exercises that call for a neutral spine. The sit-up calls for a rounded back, a rounding of the spine, really contracting those transverse abdominis. So... Keep that in mind as we get down on the floor here. We're going to start off with a really basic crunch. Now, the crunch done correctly is a formidable exercise in its own right and is much better. A good crunch is much better than a bad sit-up any day of the week. So start with your your lying flat on the floor. Lay all the way down now. You doing it? Good. All right. We're laying down. Our knees are bent. We are going to gently cradle the head in the hands. So lace the hands behind the head, gently cradle the head. It is super important to not pull on your head and neck during a sit-up. So we're going to keep the chin aimed slightly up towards the ceiling. Um, And we are going to start off with just the crunch. So don't worry. Don't panic if you can't get a full sit-up just yet. We're not doing it yet. What we're going to do in this position is I want you to focus on pressing your low back into the floor. Press the middle of your low back 
into the floor and crunch your abs deep so that your rib cage comes down towards your navel. All right. So we're crunching nice and deep. We're pressing that low back into the floor. We're hollowing out. Uh, we're, we're squeezing the navel inward. Okay, this is a great start. If this is where you're at for contracting those muscles and that's as, as high up as you can get, that's totally cool. But now we're going to work on your sit-up. And we're going to work on it from the top down. So what I want you to do is come to a seated position with the knees bent and I want you to, from that seated position, roll back with control. It's very important, by the way, that you don't have your feet anchored under anything. I know that a lot of uh, depictions of sit-ups have people holding the feet down. If uh, you were in gym class back in, back in my day, back in my day, we partnered up and we had people hold our feet down. While holding the feet down can make a sit-up easier, to do, in other words, the, the movement to get up easier to do, what you're actually doing when you are doing a, 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 a sit-up where your feet are anchored is you're working hip flexors, not abs, not as much. And what we want out of a proper sit-up, we want those abs, right? You want those abs? We're going to get them, but we're not going to put those feet under anything because that takes all of the work out of the abs and puts it into the hip flexors and more importantly, potentially for those of you with low back pain, uh, may put it into the psoas. Uh, the psoas is a muscle that runs from the front of the femur through your core and into your low back. And it is not designed to be pulling your entire torso up and down. So if you're doing sit-ups with your feet anchored and have noticed low back pain, uh, that could be the cause. So we are going to not anchor the feet. We're going to start at the top of the sit-up. And what I want you to do at that top of the sit-up, start by sticking your low back out, rounding your low back out. And we're going to try to roll the spine down to the floor with control. You may find that, and especially if you have your hands behind your head, that you lose control at some point on the descent. If that is the case, then I want you to start with your hands not behind your head, but forward in front of you. That displaced weight of having your hands forward in front of you while you are rolling back is going to make the sit-up easier. If you need to even more weight displaced forward, you can hold on to a weight or a medicine ball or an object of some sort that has some heft to it. And the displaced forward weight will make the sit up easier, not harder. Okay. So we're rolling all the way down, all the way onto the floor. Now the idea is to reverse it. Now we're going to press the lower back into the floor Peel the upper back off the floor. Try to roll up one vertebrae at a time, rolling, curling, curling, curling the back as we come up. All right. Now on the next one, the thing I want you to pay attention to is your tailbone. A lot of times people end up with a chafed tailbone if they're doing high rep sit-ups. And part of the reason is that they're wiggling too much and they're not actually using control and using the abs. And part of it is that their spine still isn't quite in perfect alignment for this type of exercise. So once you're at the top of your sit-up, I want you to think sad dog. Tuck your tail underneath. All right, tuck your tailbone 
underneath you um, so that it's out of the way. You don't want to be balancing on your tailbone at the top of the sit-up. Super important. So we have it tucked underneath and that immediately rounds out your back even more potentially. And then from there, we are going to roll back with control, either with the hands behind the head if we've got good strength already, or with the hands displaced forward so that we don't uh, flop back when we hit those spots where we have less strength. Okay, so there's your sit-up. We want to round out the back. We want to tuck the tailbone underneath. Super key important points. And as you're building up your sit-ups, like say you don't have a good all the way up, all the way down sit-up yet. Now, having that weight displaced forward, that's one way where you can modify, make the sit-up easier so that you can gradually increase the intensity without hurting yourself. You could also just work on the slow negative. What I mean by that is you slowly roll down from the top of the sit-up, so a sit-down as it were, uh, and what we're going to do with that is once we get to the bottom, you're just going to cheat. You're going to use your, your arms to pull you up, pull yourself up by the legs, press yourself up to a seated position, but just by doing that slow descent, that slow rolling down from the top of the position, you are going to build strength and eventually be able to roll up in the same manner as you rolled down. Now maybe you listened to all that and you said, hey, lucky me, I'm already doing perfect sit-ups. That's awesome. So the next thing that I would do to challenge yourself, now there's lots of different variations for a sit-up. Let's let's be real. There's so much core work out there. You do windshield wipers, V-ups, and kickouts, and all different kinds of stuff. But the next thing that I would try, if sit-ups are really super easy, is taking the hip flexors out of the movement even more. To do that, we're gonna again. Let's start in that uh, that up position, and now instead of your knees bent and pointing up at the ceiling, we're gonna let them drop out to the sides. Okay, so now we're in this butterfly seated position, and the goal here, same thing, tucking the tailbone underneath, rolling back with control. You can also do the butterfly position with a crunch, which is generally what I would recommend to people who have historically had low back pain with the sit-up. Try doing a butterfly crunch. For this, we start lying down. We're going to bring the heels together. We're going to have the knees pointed up at the ceiling to start, but then we're going to let the knees part out to the sides. So we have our knees out to the sides, heels together and tucked in. So now we have absolutely no hip flexors and no psoas helping us out with this movement. It's all in the abs now all in the abs. So from there, we would gently support the head and neck, press the low back in the floor, crunch up as high as we can. Focus on pressing that low back down into the floor, keeping the, the tailbone up and tucked. Okay, so that's to add more challenge. We take the hip flexors entirely out of it. Now for those of you with the chafed tailbone problem, chances are you're just doing too many. And once you start doing those high rep sit-ups, you start rocking. You're, you just start rocking back and forth, and that's going to chafe your tailbone. So do fewer with better quality, better control. You don't need to do 100 sit-ups. Nobody needs to do 100 sit-ups. Do fewer sit-ups with good control. You'll get more out of it, more muscle development out of it, more core development out of it. 
Now this rounded back position that we've been talking about for the sit-up, this holds true for nearly all core exercises, including the plank. So like a plank where we are uh, pressing that low back up towards the ceiling, that's helping engage the abs so that we don't get sway back, so that we don't have pressure on our low back. So while the rounded out back position is appropriate for nearly all core specific work, it would be inappropriate for any kind of lifting work, for squats, for deadlifts, for bent rows, uh, for example. All of these things, you would want a neutral spine. For the sit-ups and the crunches, we want a rounded lower back uh, with the tailbone tucked, a rounded spine. So the, the way we set that up is different than other exercises. This can be confusing. This is part of the reason why I always, at the beginning of every class that I teach, do the pelvic tilts like we did at the beginning. That was the one where you put one hand on the diaphragm, one hand on the low belly, and we're tucking the pelvis in and then sticking the booty out. If finding that back position is really difficult for you, do these on the daily. You may just be lacking the core awareness in your body uh, to, to differentiate between the position of having a sway back, a neutral spine, uh, a tucked tailbone. If you can't sense the difference within yourself, really focus on doing those pelvic tilts daily until you start feeling like, oh yeah, I can contract the core, my tailbone tucks under, I contract the low back, it sticks it out. Uh, that's really going to be very beneficial if you're in that position. And really for anybody, I highly recommend doing this as part of your general warm-up before doing any activity. Get in touch with your core. See how everything's feeling. Check in with your body. Doing a light warm-up is all about fine-tuning and uh, it's like tuning a musical instrument, right? Um, before you play. So it gets the body ready to play. So before doing sit-ups, always do those pelvic tilts. That'll give you a moment to check in with your core, see how everything's feeling, and get those muscles engaged and primed to actually contract fully with the sit-up. I'd like to go ahead and give a big shout out, big thanks to all of our supporters on Patreon, without whom we would not have the questions and content to make these podcasts, nor the resources to do so. So thank you to our Nerd Gym members. If you would like to become a member of the Nerd Gym, you can join by going to www.patreon.com slash the Nerd Gym. Sign up for any membership level, and you will be able to ask questions that get featured on these podcasts, as well as videos and uh, live classes. We do live fitness classes every single week. There's a whole bunch to choose from. It's super fun. So uh, go ahead and sign up. We've got memberships for as little as $3 per month. So there's no reason not to join and get your core strong and feeling amazing right now more than ever. You need it during this quarantine time, y'all. COVID is crazy in the U.S. right now. If you're listening in the U.S., holy smokes. So all of my uh, clients online, they're doing this stuff safe and happy from their homes. They don't have the stress of trying to figure out how to go to the gym and come back home safely. They don't have the stress of having to figure out if their form is correct or not. Um, they're able to just hop into a class time, get coaching, 
get the workout in, uh, feel amazing right from their own home with no equipment or whatever equipment they've got going on. We, we just work with it. We customize the program to you. So it's super duper fun. Um, not to mention meal plans. Oh my gosh, if you've got fat loss goals, if you were listening to this, hoping for the secret sit up that will finally get rid of that last five pounds of belly fat. And we're disappointed when I told you that no sit ups don't get rid of belly fat, go ahead and become a member of the nerd gym and I'll hook you up with the right meal plan for you. Totally customized doesn't matter if you're uh, vegan or paleo or keto, whatever you're into, I've got a meal plan for that to help you with your fat loss goals. So go ahead and sign up and uh, I will see you there. www.patreon.com slash the nerd gym. Thank you.